Hello, friends, and welcome to World Build With Us, the podcast where we create fantastical worlds with help from you, our listeners. My name is Rob Hilferty, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Johnny Law and Courtney Staples. On today's episode, we have a prompt from our patron, James. But before we get into that, I, of course, need to remind you that if you want us to build your world, you can always go to our website, worldbuildwithus.com, where you can click the link, follow some instructions, and within a reasonable amount of time, we'll be building your world. You can follow us on social media over on YouTube, and we've got a Twitter, which is at Let's World Build. If you want to come and talk to us more directly, come join the Discord and chat with us about, oh, I don't know, anything in particular. Uh, world building, that's cool. Maybe not so much politics now. I don't know. It's its a weird year. It's going to be a weird year for sure. But yeah, if you want to come do that, we've got a Discord that you can do that on. No problem. And of course, if you're feeling particularly generous, you can always give us money over on Patreon, where you get access to sweet, sweet patron-only goodies like the Aphid Lounge and Too Hot for Broadcast, among other fun and interesting cool stuff. Plus, you can come chat with us in the patron-only Discord, which is always fun, very lively. And you can find that in the link in the description. You know, if just say thanks. Hey, great podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it for the Going on five years of podcast, holy shit, five whole years is coming up and I can't even believe it. <sighs> all right, with all that out of the way, let's dive right into our patron prompt from James, which says, as the solar system star begins to go supernova, people make a mass exodus into a plane of shadows through technology-based portals where they will have a chance at safety from the exploding star. The tenets. Number one, the experts promise that this new home will be unaffected by the star's explosion in the material plane, despite being a pseudo-reflection of the material plane as it was. Number two, light will be your only protection from that which lurks in the dark. Don't lose your lantern and keep those batteries charged. And number three, now that the star has exploded, you can no longer return to your original world as it was destroyed in the process. We must make our final stand here. And so we enter into the darkness, the, the shadow plane, I guess. I don't know. Uh, this has some legs to it. And James, thank you so much for the prompt and your continued patronage. So, John, we look to you what is your first tenet that we're getting into this time? Uh, so my first tenet is going to be that um, in this society, religion has long been abandoned, um, at least like theastic ones. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some residual spiritualism or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But in going to this new world, something has been reawakened, um, mm -hmm. whether it is that they actually had someone had a divine intervention or they find, you know, these temples or something and I, I don't care what the religion is it could be one of ours we can make it up but some mm -hmm. new religious faction has come up which hasn't been around in millennia interesting happy to hear that except not at all um <laughs> <laughs> uh no that's 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 an interesting prompt i like the idea that there has been a literal divine spark that's been kind of yes out of a result of the darkness so to divine speak. shadow like uh, mm. divine, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Or maybe that is. Maybe that's the light that they need to find. I mean, it could be a literal holy light that keeps away the darkness. Mm. That sounds mm -hmm. hacky as fuck. 
uh, let's see what Courtney does with it. Courtney, what is your first tenet that we're going to build off of John's? Um, so I did want to say that, that your mention of like the holy light that keeps away the darkness that reminded me of, uh, what is it? City of a thousand uh, sacrifices or whatever oh, yeah. it was. The <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Way back when. Yeah. Um, anyway, so my, <laughs> my first tenet is that during the Exodus, in that sliver of space between the material and shadow planes, some people just disappeared. Nobody knows why or mm. where they went. They're just gone. Well, that's an interesting one, Courtney. Um, and also, both of my tenets could offer an explanation of sorts to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I'll uh, I'll go with my second tenet for, well, the, the seven that I have written down. It's going to be my first tenet. I know this is confusing and I'm just making it worse. But so, yeah, uh, I, I do enjoy that. I do appreciate a good mystery. And I'm going to make it somewhat, perhaps somewhat less mysterious, unfortunately, because uh, my tenet I've labeled let us cling together. The portal that was supposed to spit everyone else to a relatively close distance from one another uh, as a result of like an accident or miscalculation, humanity has now been scattered across the shadow plane. And realistically, the only hope for their survival is to find one another once more. Mm. Well, that works with my second tenant. <laughs> well, that's great. Look at where <laughs> we're we just like rolling into well, it one machine. after another. Yeah, look at this. I love serendipity unless it's. Okay, anyway, I'm not going to finish that. Uh, so that is John what I've Cusack got. film? Oh, actually, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's not a good one. That's not no. one of John Cusack's strongest. No. <laughs> Courtney, what do you think about Serendipity, the movie with John Cusack? I have never seen it, so I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> is it, wasn't her name like Sarah, too? Like the girl? Is it like no. Serendipity? Oh my god, am I, making, am I making that up? Am I making you, that up? You know, I don't care if you're making it up because <laughs> it's real enough to me, damn it, and that's what matters. <laughs> so, John, yeah, I mean, unless there's something else that we want to talk about with my first tenant, again, we're keeping these pretty simple. Yeah, uh, yeah. what have you got for me? What have, what what is your rolling into the second one do? So, once again, kind of rolling off of mine and then rolling into yours. Um, this society has like, you know, they they became a one one people before this thing. And then they all get shunted in different directions and mm-hmm. end up on different planets, exoplanets or whatever. Um, I wouldn't say though, this creates like a, a sort of hatred for the other sides. Like it, it, it literally splits them into different factions because of their, mm-hmm. the way that they've had to like, survive. So like mm-hmm. maybe a third of the populace landed on this really heavily mushroom covered mm-hmm. planet where they, you know, they were easily fed and they were able to grow and, and populate the place. And so some plants had it easier than others and the ones that had it mm. harder became more war oriented and hardened. Mm. And therefore when they are trying to get back together, it's not going to be a pleasant scenario because they have, they have grown apart for so long. Interesting. So okay. w- one thing that I did kind of want to uh, point to at least is you're, you're suggesting that these are large clusters of the population that are, that are spread together. Is that correct? Yeah. So in, in my tenant, I was kind of imagining that, like, when I say clusters and scattered, I mm-hmm. mean, like, very small populations, not not like two to three to a group, but I'm thinking, like, no more than 250 per kind oh. of, like, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mind you, this is across the infinite void that is the shadow realm. Yeah. And so, like, what what I find interesting about that tenant, at least, is this idea that, like, coming together 
is like a massive undertaking that isn't just like, you know, like, oh, we're going down the way. We're go- It's from like Jersey to New York. It's not like you're going across the bridge or anything like yeah. that. It's like there's like damn near a uh, an Oregon Trail level of precarity to the journey back. Hmm. Okay, so are they still in the same solar system though, or new shadow system? <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose that does bring up questions <laughs> of how does this work spatially. Uh, I was I was thinking that we're talking about like outside of solar systems, even. Yeah. So how about we can modify my tenet to still? We can modify mine too. I got no problem. Well, yeah. Well, I just say that that where people landed has influenced the way that their society has evolved. Yes. So some had mm-hmm. it easier and they're like all like lovey-dovey and trying to like, mm-hmm. you know, betterment of humanity or whatever creatures these people are. Mm-hmm. Whereas others have become like warlike because they've had it so rough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that definitely works for me. We can also kind of make it so my tenet is still true because that's how it started. But then mm-hmm. we're a couple of generations since that yeah. happened, you know, because right. we don't really have a hard timeline yet. Well, I also want to say that shouldn't get too far into compromising before you hear my second one because i oh, God damn it, it courtney because i took the um so the prompt had said uh let's see uh experts promise that this new home will be unaffected by the star's explosion on the material plane <laughs> despite being a pseudo reflection of the material plane as it was and you're like that's um, fucking wrong they're all dead this is limbo or lost i'm not sure which one i was gonna no. do that <laughs> the gravy basket um no so i had interpreted that as they were basically like going onto a shadow clone of their current positioning basically oh, okay okay so my second tenet here is that you know as the prompt notes the shadow plane is a pseudo reflection of the material plane and the pseudo comes in where things that were you know, destroyed and built over in the material plane weren't fully destroyed in the shadow plane. Mm-hmm. Almost like whispers or shadows, if you will, of, <laughs> of ruins and things um, that had existed. So what is what does that look like? What does that manifest as? What does that mean, Courtney? Can you exp- explain that a little bit more? Yeah, so let's say, um, like, let's... I don't know, travel over to Rome and see how it mm-hmm. looks in the shadow plane where it's like a lot of the construction and things that had existed mm-hmm. in ancient times are still persisting, even though they mm-hmm. had been built over in the actual uh, material plane. So it's mm-hmm. like sort of a blending of time periods and sort of like a chaotic mm. mashing together of different eras in history. I'm glad that you said that because I had kind of a similar idea when you were describing it where it's like, Things have been like built over one another, but rather than like one taking over the other, it's like they've been melded together in some way. Is that what you're kind of suggesting? Yeah. And it can kind of lead to like, not quite Escher-esque, but like yeah. sort of surreal blendings of, you know, Landscapes you're walking down a hallway and all of a sudden there's a fucking castle wall in front of you. And it's like, wait, shit, that wasn't there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're suggesting that this is like, it's not just all material. It's a, like it, it's a shimmer and it kind of can shift and move as you perceive it. Um, I hadn't been thinking that, but I like that idea. Is it like mm. echoes? Like, are they? Is yeah. It, okay. Or like. Trace. Yeah, shadows, like remin- John. Shadows. 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 Yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Um, Branding. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like some sort of uh, just remnants that aren't always predictable about where they'll show up. And I guess it could extend mm. to like landscape too. 
um, since that has obviously changed dramatically over the course of Earth's history. That would be really weird because then you'd have like massive like mono continents again, right? Because, you know, you think about like the landscape shifting over millennia, you know, through Mm -hmm. tectonic plates and stuff like that. And that would suggest to me that like that land is still there in some way. But simultaneously the water, right? I guess this could actually work with how we might have these people or groups split apart over vast distances Mm. because, you know, far back enough into the universe, everything was together and it spread out over time. And so maybe, maybe that aspect of it being like a a shimmer or Mm. not always hundred percent present, or maybe you need a certain Mm. uh, mindset or technology to see or interact with it. But like you could potentially figure out a way to just like, take a step and suddenly you're on another planet because that's how it was, you know, billions of years ago. Mm. That's yeah. That's pretty interesting. So, so you're like delving through this ancient artifacts that you stumbled upon and you just hear, ma'am, this is a shadow Wendy's over your shoulder. Like <laughs> as you're like in the middle of a mall. <laughs> <laughs> Dear exactly. God, we've stepped foot into a blockbuster video. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <The> archives. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, huh. That's wow. yeah. My brain's kind of fucked thinking about that. Cool. Thanks, Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, again, anytime. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that we're unmoored from reality and science in this one because I feel like that's where we need to be for something mm-hmm. like this. Uh yeah, okay. That, that that's all well and good. I like where we're going here. Because what I'm hearing from you and what I'm hearing from this in general is that travel is like very dangerous and exploration is random or or incredibly uh volatile right yeah or like it i don't know it could have something to do with a mindset or like knowing where you're going or technology or um but also that sense of yeah chaos and randomness at Mm. least to an extent where you know sometimes you'll end up where you want to be and other times you take a step and you're in the void of space courtney Setting me up with another beautiful segue. We're really like segue kings this episode Mm. because you said, oh, is it a mindset? Well, let me help you out with that, Courtney. My second tenet. I like the idea that the thing that is in the darkness, right? The thing that lurks in the shadow, whatever they call it in the prompt. I like the idea that this thing is actually metaphorical and is a manifestation of mental despair and anguish and hopelessness. Mm. Uh, so, you know, like the shadow, oh boy, it is very real. And that light does keep you, uh, relatively like safe in that it keeps the literal dark thoughts out of people's head. Um, but yeah, like, I like the idea that because this, this kind of maps to what you were just saying, where maybe the shadows that are the thing in the darkness can like shift and you're like literally using a lantern as a way to guide yourself through this kind of thing. And it relates to your mental state in that moment in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that could work out well. And then that might also explain why people disappeared in the Exodus itself. Oh boy. In does that it sliver of space. <laughs> if like, if they were the particularly distressed ones who yeah. got whisked away into wherever. Yeah. That's why I said, I'm like, do I go with my first or my second tenant? Because honestly, both of them work, right? 
like if if they literally give in to the despair then yeah they're shadow people now they're being mm-hmm. swallowed up and consumed by the darkness so do they become that which lurks in the dark in the process i, I think so yeah mm-hmm. and is that what the people that are disappeared are they also that which lurks in the dark i th- yeah i would say okay. so because like maybe yeah. that's tied in with their feelings of despair too like they're grasping out desperately at any sort of sense of connection mm-hmm. with people yeah. that still exist so they are the ones that drag people mm. in oh man my first tenet being called let us cling together is even mm. more harrowing now with that implication so uh yeah and obviously right if we're if we're considering this a traditional narrative for like as we like to often point to like prestige television i would imagine that this is like the big end of season one reveal where it's like oh Someone has given into the despair and then they come back and they're like one of the shadow lurker type folks, you know? Yeah. I, I have a problem with your one tenant though, Rob. Um, I don't Go think on. lettuce would do so well in a shadow realm. I mean, it definitely d- depends on chlorophyll <laughs> to survive, which is going to be no sun, mm, right? Mm. Uh, so would I don't you, think... Would you, would you prefer spinach cling together? <laughs> yes, yes, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mushrooms, I think, would be better because it's they, they only need both synthesis. Okay, mm. sorry. That's my derailment. <laughs> I'm not sure there's mushroom for any more of that. Oh, uh, no, my talk God. here. <laughs> Should we just Touche. stop? Touche. Should we just stop the episode now? <laughs> I'm so glad that I have a fellow person who enjoys puns, John. Hey, man, oh. I consider myself a fun guy, too, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. Suddenly, this has become Courtney's hell, and I'm all here for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right perhaps we should uh we should carry on lest yes. we devolve into the puns so mm-hmm. yes uh so before we do a quick recap and kind of get back uh what questions might we have what questions might we need to answer about this world thus far i would think what uh especially since it seems like the danger of the shadow people has been brought in by this exodus um, it's what it sounds like. What other kind of flora, fauna, or, or is there any other civilization that lived mm. on here, or is it literally just it's a, it's just an echo or shade or whatever of the original world? Mm. Great question, John. Thanks. Could could you say that again? So, was there before these people came to this plane? Was there any other living creatures or or anything like that? Like what 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 existed in this plane? Before the exodus. I gotcha. And also, how are they, what are they surviving off of? I guess would be the next question. Yeah, the survival was definitely one of my questions too. Um, but yeah, as far as like previous things, I guess we could go in any direction we want with that. Like we could mm-hmm. go all in about, you know, the aliens were here on Earth first and they built the pyramids sort of thing. Or... No, Vito, hard Vito. <laughs> I've been I've been diving too deep into pseudo archaeology recently, and it irks right. the shit out of me. So don't even get me started on Graham Hancock, man. I have I read that book back to front like twenty years ago. Oh my god! Just okay, no fingerprints of the gods. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's keep it moving here. Um, Do you know giants used to live? No, I'm kidding about that. <laughs> John, tell me what you know about the mud flood, because who oh boy, do I have some stuff to tell you? Mud about flood. That. Oh, you don't know? Oh, you know, that's fine. I'll let you Google it. We'll talk about it later. Okay. 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 We got to move on. (laughs) Yes, please. So, okay. I suppose the big question is, 
is there some kind of sentient being that pre-exists within the shadow realm or is this like a vacant uh like ready to live on shadow plane free of any other sentience besides human life and by sentience i mean like a like self-aware thing we can still have Mm -hmm. like animals and whatnot but i'm thinking like cognitive beings right although i suppose that's a loaded term you okay you get what i'm saying you get you get what i'm saying yeah Mm -hmm. um like i guess it i guess it depends on where we want to like do we want to consider the shadow plane as something that has existed for all of eternity and is like Mm. more or less a copy of the material plane or Mm. is it something that scientists created when they first observed Mm. it and it's only oh i like the second one i like the idea by creating the portals they actually created this plane and that's why everything's all that's why everything's all mismatched and whatnot yeah Mm. so i think so let's let's take this in like a uh a scavenger's rain kind of way too Mm. i think like you would see like a deer like walking and then all of a sudden it opens its mouth and it's got like venomous fangs or something like that. Like mm-hmm. everything's just kind of mm-hmm. askew a bit, you yeah. know, like, yeah. yeah. Or like you think that that's where its mouth would be, but then it opens like this <laughs> giant beak or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, Oh, Oh no, this is wrong. This is shit, wrong and bad. Shit just comes pouring out of its mouth. <laughs> oh God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These snozberries don't taste like snozberries at all. <laughs> oh, Oh God. That's actually horrifying because like, Imagine that you're you're like, oh, I'm eating a berry off of a tree and it's actually just like larva or like a mass oh, yeah. of eggs or something like screaming. that. Oh, <laughs> gross. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I also yeah. I like the implication too of that that you would have to relearn almost everything. Like yeah. everyone who's like mm-hmm. a naturalist or you know, some kind of scientist that is focused on mm-hmm. biology would be completely like everything would be wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe that's why the experts promised that this new home will be unaffected. Mm-hmm. As in, like, from their observations, they saw, like, okay, this stuff is relatively normal. Like, the architecture yeah. landscape is a little skewed, but, like, we still have animals, we still have plants. And then you get there and it's like, fuck! why is this plant <laughs> eating my arm? What the yeah. Fuck? <laughs> these are oh, really, like, yeah. That. Yeah. These, like, amalgamations. And by the way, I'm also thinking that, like, the reason that these like amalgamations exist and why the landscape even exists is because when the scientists first peered into the shadow realm, effectively creating it, I imagine that it was like kind of a collective unconsciousness that imprinted, Mm -hmm. but because people all tend to view things differently, those viewpoints and those kind of uh, like collective understandings of things kind of overlapped and mapped onto each other in some way. Mm -hmm. I like Um, that. Yeah. Because I feel like that's kind of an interesting way because now we're dealing with like a psychic plane effectively, Mm -hmm. right? And I imagine that the more that that happened, the more or like the more that people became aware of and like started to perceive the shadow realm, the more warped it became as there was even more and more overlap psychically speaking, right? Yeah, like I could even see, you know, in the past of humanity, maybe, you know, some shaman somewhere is doing some drug induced uh like seeing oh yeah and like meditation and like they see it and that's like where parts of these older things come about it's like you're seeing what they saw in their time so it's not just active consciousness it's also like collective unconsciousness as we perceive the world which is like pretty fucking cool actually i'm I'm down for that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cool happy (laughs) this is dope 
So um, are we at a good place where we can go back and do a kind of recap of our tenets and kind of go from there and figure it out? I think so. Yeah. The other question that you had raised, John, that I also had was about survival mm. and how people are mm -hmm. living without sunlight potentially. Um, mm. But I think that is sort of answered by the fucked up consciousness aspect mm. of this plane. Yeah. It's like a gray sun in some ways. <laughs> yeah. You know? Or, or we could like the technology could be the answer because the tenant says like, you know, keep your lanterns close and your batteries yeah. charged. So they could be like mm -hmm. solar lanterns in some way or solar lanterns being like, they emit the type of light that sunlight actually emits. And they're, 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 you know, making synthesized vitamin D and like that. Kind oh of yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like going back to your shaman and, and the collective uh, consciousness and whatnot. I like the idea that in the long run to get back together, it actually takes people from far away, like kind of building the bridges so to speak mm. Mm. like that. Maybe that could tie into my first time with the religion thing is that's actually yeah, okay. leads to it. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought yeah. that back up because I was like, what we're missing here is still like the, uh, the, the religious aspect, which I know was one of your tenets. So I'm glad that yeah. you brought that up now. So are you suggesting that this kind of like religion is based off of connection? Or are we suggesting that this religion is actually creating a beacon in the darkness for people to guide or, or is that just like the belief that has come back and that's part of the collective unconsciousness? Like religion as a collective idea has come back in this kind of new amalgamated form. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I feel like that it's, it's certain people have tapped back into, um, like, I don't, do you guys want to use, do you want to make up, make up a religion or do you want to use one from actual human history? Nothing Abrahamic. I don't. No, I, I think that's kind of what I'm asking is that like, is this like the rest of the psychic landscape, an amalgamation of all previous religions in some way, right? Like mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of my question because you can, you know, jam in a bunch of different types of religion or religious concepts that we once had, or because I'm assuming that this is set far into the future, because hence the, you know, the, the supernova and everything that newer religions have sprung up since then. Right. Since now. And I feel like making something up would make the most sense to me because yeah. where we are in the future, a.k.a. in this story, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, well, we got rid of Jesus 200 years ago. And by Jesus, I mean, Christianity and by somehow he came back. Yeah, right. Right. Like, or like <laughs> just the, the Abrahamic religions in general. Right. Like that's that's kind of what I'm considering here is that whatever this religion is, it's new and different in a way that we are currently unfamiliar with. I'm sorry. I, I just thought of uh, what if there's like a shadow Jesus in this realm, which got me thinking about like dark Jesus and like the oh, dark boy. Brandon meme and stuff. <laughs> it's just, it's like Jesus with a goatee. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And an eye patch. Yeah. Buzzkill Jesus turns wine into water. Oh, <laughs> oh <lame>. dick. <laughs> All right. See, this is why we need to move away from the Abrahamic yes. religions so we, we can create a new religion of our own, right? With blackjack and hookers. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. If that's what we want to do, that's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, admittedly, right? Like where we are right now, it's like, okay, guys, we've gotten to this point where we need to make an entire religion. Go. Go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, man, yeah. maybe we should reconsider where we're at with this currently, right? 
and leave that to a nebulous kind of second ep- let let future us have to worry about yeah. that in part <laughs> two go. you know yeah. i'll go yeah. dig yeah. up l ron hubbard in the meantime so <laughs> oh man it, okay that's for next episode next episode so i think we're at a good point where it's time to loop back around and do our tenant recap john you I, started us up. actually one one other question since we're okay colombo about... what do you got one more thing <laughs> one more thing just one more thing um is this actually like our solar system like we're talking about religions that already mm-hmm. exist and so on like are we dealing with a future earth or is it like a solar system somewhere you know i think the latter personally but what what do you got yeah i was i was under the impression that we were dealing with um our current solar system just so far mm-hmm. into the future that we don't recognize it anymore but I'm I'm okay with saying maybe not because realistically us in the future thousands of years is so far away that it might as well be fantastical to me anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, my worry was just more the habitable planets. Like if it's our solar system, there's one. <laughs> like, yeah. Unless yeah. unless they're bringing terraforming into this, you know, and it's that far in the future. Yeah. Yeah, or like the fact that if there's echoes of the past, like, you know, mm. was Mars at one point, could we have colonized it? And is mm. that part of the consciousness thing on this plane or, you know, I'm afraid that we're veering a little bit too close to ghosts of Mars territory here, mm. Courtney, which is we, as we all know, John Carpenter's worst movie. So I haven't seen that one. It's terrible. Don't watch it. It's not worth it's anyone's okay. time. Okay. It's not Asimov's yeah. story. Right. It's a terrible movie. That's all I know about it, John. I'm sorry okay. I can't provide you with more information. Oh, and also speaking of movies, I did have a tab open from earlier when I was looking up the serendipity thing. Uh, her name was Sarah in the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what What was her last name? Uh, Sarah Thomas. Okay, okay that's not it as was, bad as it could no. be. It couldn't. Yeah. It couldn't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So. So yeah. Uh, did we answer the question that you had, Courtney? Um, not really, but I don't, (laughs) maybe we don't even need to like, (laughs) okay. Could this be a thing that future us do as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Flush that out. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Okay. That one marinate. (laughs) Oh, oh, that, that, that one I can get behind. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, I think now is a good time for us to do our tenant recap. John, you started us off here. So what is your first tenant? My first tenant is, or was, uh, that there, this current society has moved beyond religion, but with this new plane that they have entered, a religion of sorts has reawakened and is a guiding light for mm-hmm. our survivors. And do you feel satisfied with the tenant as it is currently? I think so. I think, I mean, I think there's a little bit more development there, but I, I feel like it, the groundwork is, is laid out. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, again, this is something that will develop further in, in yeah. session two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So Courtney, I believe you set us up next with your first tenant. What do you got for us? Yeah. Mine was that during the exodus, um, people disappeared in that transition between material and shadow planes. Um, nobody really knows why. And but I think that what we talked about with like the the thing in the dark or the thing in the shadow being mm. the consciousness of the people who were particularly distressed or in despair, and mm. now they're reaching out to get others and so on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Um, and I, I think that I segued very well into that because my first tenet was that there was an assumption made that when people went through the portals that they'd be clustered together. However, as it turned out, they were scattered across this massive, uh, you know, like universe effectively to the point where the clusters of people are very small communities, like no more than 250 each. And part of the major story is coming back together and finding, you know, collective humanity once more. Um, I feel like that's good where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've kind of worked into that pretty well. And John, I think that we also somehow masterfully segued into your <clears throat> second tenant from there. Is that correct? Segwaying left and right. Uh, yeah, my <laughs> second tenant is that, um, and I'm going to refine it a little bit, um, is that because uh, the people were all scattered about, they have had different ways of coping with their situation mm. as generations have ah. passed, and which has developed into very distinct factions and ways mm. of life. Mm. I feel like that's a good addendum to what we had previously. So that's, yeah, that works very well, I think. Plus, I mean, th think about it this way as well, right? You are being flung back into a shadow realm of like pure amalgamation, not imagination, but amalgamation. And uh, yeah, imagine that like, oh, wow, we, we struck gold where we're next to this very docile, you know, like landscape. And then meanwhile, you know, just down the road a little bit, there's hell world. And yeah. you don't want to be in Hell World, despite the cool name, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that I think that makes sense as well. If we're, especially if we consider that the collective unconscious is mapping on top of one another, like people are going to have like negative connotations about spaces that people have really positive connotations for. So you're kind of creating like this beacon, these towers of like psychic uh, like manifestations, which could be really interesting as like landmarks as well. It's interesting because a tenet that I thought of but didn't actually write down was something about like there are mysterious uh, towers or spires around the landscape mm. that nobody quite understands. So interesting. There we go. That, yeah. That's perfect. I, yeah. I, I was thinking metaphorical towers, but like, yeah, that works too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because, ooh, like giant like pillars of light. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this again, that sounds like an episode two thing for us, but okay. <laughs> wow. We're really <laughs> saddling up future us. Huh? Yeah. Hey, look, I have faith and trust in future John and Courtney to carry me to a good second episode. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, what was your second tenant speaking of? Uh, that was that the, like the prompt says the shadow plane is a pseudo reflection of the material and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that the pseudo comes in where things that had been destroyed or built over or shifted in the past still mm -hmm. exist like shadows as, <gasps> as i noted and um we i think we built that out well in terms of like the consciousness part kind of layering over it and also the way that that allows for potentially like fast travel basically between points mm. because you know far in the distant past yeah. things were much closer together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i like i like the fast travel yeah mm -hmm. Okay. So my second tenet does actually have to do with the shadow things, the the things that the things we do in the shadows are actually uh people or or rather they are manifestations of mental despair and anguish and hopelessness. And we've kind of we took that and we actually metamorphosized it even further by suggesting that they are in part people who didn't make the journey from the real world through pseudo shadow realm world. 
Uh, and I'm actually quite happy with that. Originally, they were supposed to be metaphorical, but I like the idea that these things are very tangible, very real, mm-hmm. and are still mm-hmm. manifestation of humanity's despair and anguish. So I'm happy with that. That's the main focus that I wanted is that, you know, like the shadows themselves are like negative feelings, negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Is that just mean that everyone that has anxiety disorders just was like yeeted from the ships on the way through? Yeah. Like, I, I, so, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think so because I think that I think that there's probably like more than one case, right? Because I know anxious people who are anxious but are also hopeful. They're weird and they do exist. So <laughs> I feel like it's like the most despair. Yeah. That, that's what it yeah. latches on to. Like, so like, mm-hmm. I think everybody, you know, being on a portal or something from the material, the shadow would have some level of anxiety probably. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I think it's just like exactly. the, the people who are like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to like, the world's going to end. I'm going to like, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Like they're the ones that get grabbed. Yeah, Courtney, I think you were right. You and I are absolutely fucked on this journey oh, yeah. back. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, we're not making it. Yeah. Um, dibs on the loved ones that I care about. I hope that when you devour them, that you at least give them to me or, you know, something like that. Yeah, you can have like a little bite as a treat. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, that's some good childhood trauma. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so those are our tenets. Uh, I'm very happy with the kind of setup, with the kind of world and the landscape that we've created. Now we put it in jeopardy by rolling some dice and randomizing our twist. And our twist this time is there is no twist. So we've got Mm -hmm. no twist this time. That always makes it easier, especially because now we have to create a brand new religion. Thanks, John. But it's going to be based on Chubby Checker. Oh, wait, hold on. Can I have a competing one that is based on the Big Bopper? Because I would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what are you guys talking about? Don't worry about it, Courtney. <laughs> You're going to find out next episode. Oh, oh. Okay. Come on, baby. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Do you know who Klaus Nomi is, John? Doesn't ring a bell to me, no. Okay, fucking hold on to your dick. I got to show this oh, to you. Okay, Klaus Nomi, German vocalizer. Oh, God, yeah. he's he's frightful. He's amazing. He's he so looks, cool. He looks like a fucking like, Korean ghost. Does it make sense that he's friends with David Bowie? Because oh, yeah, he's sure. friends with David Bowie. Uh, John, where are you? There you are. I sent you a thing. There we go. Oh god. Watch it. Yeah, I'm watching I'm watching this total eclipse 1981. <laughs> oh my no, god. No, this is this is his cover of Chubby Checker's The Twist oh. and it's amazing. <laughs> uh he also has a great song called Lightning Strikes, but I would whatever. That's neither here nor there. Let's I'm going to do the outro so we can talk about and well, as I do the outro, you can listen to Klaus Nomi's cover of The Twist and I would talk about it afterwards. Oh my God. So with all of that out of the way, that's going to do it for this episode of World Build With Us. Remember that if you want us to build your world, you can always go to our website, worldbuildwithus.com, where you can click the link, follow some instructions, and within a reasonable amount of time, we'll be building your world. Speaking of, a big thank you to our patron, James, for this particular prompt. Thank you so much for the prompt and the continued support, James. Truly appreciate it. 
If you want to follow us on social media, we're over on YouTube. So you can click the subscribe, all those buttons. You know what to do. We're over on Twitter at Let's World Build. Or if you want to come and talk to us more directly, we're over on our Discord with a link for that in the description. Come talk to us about anything you like. Hopefully it's world building related. Maybe it's not. We'll figure it out. And of course, if you're feeling particularly generous or just want access to sweet, sweet patron-only goodies, you can go to our Patreon and give us money there. Continue to support the podcast, hopefully for another five years. We're almost at five. Let's go for another five. Have a 10-year podcast, and then that's it. I'm calling it now. Mm. We're done after exactly 10 years. No more. But, <laughs> but um, with all that done, that's going to do it for this episode of World Build With Us. Remember that we love you very much. We're going to get through this together. Until next week. Bye.